Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. And today we're talking all about how to make selling actually fun. And you might be like, what the hell? That is not possible. And currently you might be feeling like selling is just really uncomfortable. It feels really yucky. You're worried about how you're coming across. And so I actually run a masterclass each month in the Modern Marketing Collective. And so this month we talked about all things sales psychology, because when we learn what selling is really about and how we can take these strategies and make them our own in a very natural way, sales not only becomes easy, but also it's fun. And so today I want to share with you three of the tactics that you can try to help you lose that ickiness when it comes to selling to make it a really fun process because that is what it should be. Now, I do actually want to start with a few of the reviews that we've had coming in. So the first one is from my student Galinka and she's on Instagram at knowyourstyleco. Galinka said, practical tips I can implement. It's an awesome podcast where Emily offers practical marketing and business tips that I can actually implement. I've joined her modern marketing collective and love being part of such an amazing tribe of like-minded women. So great to have found her. Thanks so much, Galinka. Uh, The next review is from Fable and Fling on Instagram. And this was actually about my top uh, tech tools that I use in my business. You can scroll on back and go and check that episode out if you haven't listened. They said, I found this episode to be super helpful, a great insight without information overload on Emily's top 10 tech apps for business, big or small. And the third review I wanted to share is from Julie at Little Box of Flowers. And she said, thank you, Emily, for everything you put into these podcasts. I love listening to the practical hints and tips from each episode as I deliver flower boxes to my customers. It gives even more meaning to my deliveries. I love that. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review, Julie. And if you have been listening for a while and you haven't actually left a review, if you could do that, that would be amazing. And I would love to give you a shout out actually too on a future episode. So just go to scroll down all the way down all the episodes that you can see from me and you're going to find a section that says ratings and reviews you're then going to see a little bit of purple text it normally is which says write a review and in there you can pop it in you can also leave your instagram handle or your business name if you'd like to and then i can give you a shout out on a future episode Okay, so when I was running this masterclass in the Modern Marketing Collective about sales psychology, I asked my students, how does selling make you feel? And what are some of those thoughts or feelings or fears that come up for you? And what they responded was very, very common. So I'm pretty sure that you maybe feel this way as well, or maybe you have in the past. One of the feelings that came up or one of those fears was about people won't be happy when they buy or people might ask for a refund 
once they've bought or people won't be satisfied with what they actually get after they've bought. Now, a lot of this comes back to you actually believing in what you have to offer. And you are not going to be able to sell or get to where you want to be if you do not believe deep down in what you have to offer. Because when you are asking someone else to believe in you, they need to know that you 100% believe in, in what it is that you are selling. If you don't, that is really going to come across. You might be feeling a little bit hesitant, a little bit nervous, not coming across very confident. And also you could be sabotaging yourself when it comes to actually putting yourself out there to try and make more sales too, because you have this fear about what if people aren't happy? What if my product or my service isn't good enough? What if they don't like it? What if it doesn't meet their expectations? What if they tell everyone I'm really terrible? What if they ask for a refund? And so when you are carrying around these fears, you can't sell. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to first of all know that I've been there too. And I really think that when we are newer in business, this is pretty common because we haven't had a whole lot of people buy from us. And so we are naturally like, is this any good? Are people going to like this? So if that's you, I want you to go and look at the evidence. And this might be some of the experience that you've had even before your business, some of the results that you had from then. It might even be how you've helped your family or your friends as well. Could be from some of the education that you have studied. So go and look at that evidence. Now, the other thing is I want you to start collecting some feedback, some reviews, some testimonials, and I want you to look at that. And I know for me, when I started seeing and hearing some of the results from my students, I was like, okay, thank goodness. This is, this is okay. We're okay. This is good. <laughs> so that could be the same for you. And then I want you to just deep down know, and you need to believe in yourself and in what you have to offer. That is so important. Otherwise, you will be really holding yourself back from being able to sell because why would someone believe in what you have to offer if you don't? So that is your first one there. Okay, number two, the other thing that my students said, which again is so common and definitely I have been here too, is that we worry about people saying no to buying from us and we worry about being rejected First of all, you are going to be getting no's. I have had way more no's than yeses. That's just the way business is. And so I want you to first of all understand that, that no's are inevitable. It doesn't reflect on you. That is just going to happen. So we just need to lose that fear. Now, the other thing is I want you to understand that when you do get a no, there are certain things that you might be making that mean to you. So you might be making a no mean that what you have to offer is no good, which then leads back to your confidence in selling it. You might be making that no mean that you're not good enough or you're just, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed about that. Or, oh, I'm just stupid. Or I'm a fool. Or I'm just, I'm just getting rejected. So really examine what you're making them mean to you. And then we just need to flip that around and know, okay, that is just normal. That's just going to happen. Now, the other thing is, and the really cool thing is that when we do get no's, we can use that rejection 
as education so we can learn from those no's. Because the thing is, when someone doesn't buy from us, there's normally two reasons. And the first one is that our offer just isn't right for them. That's totally fine. Our offer isn't going to be right for everyone. So that's fine. There's not a whole lot we can do about that. Now, the other thing, the other reason if people aren't buying, it's because they don't understand that our offer is right for them. And this is the danger zone. (laughs) This is the thing that we need to work on. This is a thing that we do have control over. And it's really our responsibility as a business owner to actually make sure that our audience, our potential customers know that our offer is right for them when it is. And so this is what you need to be working on too. Looking at, right, if you do get some no's, because you are, so when you do get them, looking at, okay, I'm not just going to say, oh, okay, and just accept that and then retreat. I want you to actually find out why and use what you are learning to help you improve either what it is that you are offering or improve your messaging and your marketing around it. And then the next time, you can kind of anticipate and you can actually help your audience understand how amazing your products or your services are going to be for them. So that's the second point there, just understanding that no's are going to happen and also using them as education for you too. Okay, number three, and this one is certainly a big one for me, is when we are selling, we can be worried that we are forcing people into doing something. And I know that I used to be like, oh, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to come across really forceful. I don't want to make anyone do anything they don't want to do. First of all, you cannot go into someone's house and grab their credit card and enter their details onto your website or pay that invoice that you sent them. You can't do that. You can't force anyone into buying something. So you need to understand that one. The other thing is, and this is what has really helped me, is that if someone is browsing on your website Or if someone is getting in touch with you to find out more about working with you, typically it's because they want to buy from you. And so your role here is simply helping them make the decision that they want to make. That's your role. Your role isn't about forcing anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. But you are going to support them because they're coming to you because they want to buy. So how can you make that a really fun exciting, enjoyable experience for both of you? How can you help them to do that? Now, one way is by using some of those case studies, success stories, reviews, testimonials that you've now been collecting to actually share and share this through your marketing. Because a lot of the time when people are coming to you and they're just on the fence or a little bit hesitant about buying, It's just they have a little bit of a fear about, is this going to work for me or is this right for me? And so by using these reviews and these testimonials, you can help people see that they can trust you, that other people have had an amazing experience or other people, this has really helped them. And it helps kind of reduce that fear for them too. So remember that your role is to make this a really fun process. Because people are going to feel that. You need to make sure that they feel that you believe in what you have to offer. You also need to ensure that 
you aren't going into it fearful of getting a no and you were using those no's to actually educate you. And number three is that you're simply helping people make the decision that they already want to make. And when you do this, it becomes just an enjoyable process. Now, if you are in your business right now and maybe it's just not growing as fast as you might like or you just need some sort of strategy to help you get to the next stage, and you're pretty serious about making this, you know, your full-time business, creating a full-time income from it, or really just growing your income now, let's have a chat. I want you to send me a message on Instagram. So I'm on Instagram at Emily Osmond. Just message me full-time income. And let's have a chat about how I can help you get there through the Modern Marketing Collective. So that is it from me. Until we speak next time, have a wonderful day and speak soon. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.